Welcome to Alphabet Flying Psychopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Art, and with me today is someone who's like, uh, like pretty awesome. It's uh, it's it's Patch. Why did I forget? <laughs> okay, it's Patch. Uh, well, thank you for that. I appreciate being called awesome. I like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going to be talking today about a character who is actually, might actually show up in a Marvel thing. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, awesome Andy. Or Awesome Android, hey. I should say. Awesome Android, <laughs> later Awesome Andy. Um, <clears throat> All-timer, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so what what uh, what do you know uh, about Awesome uh, Awesome Android or Awesome Andy? Um, a lot. I mean, I don't want to go through too much of it, because that's what we're here today for, but... When yeah, well, what's your one Marvel, sentence? The, yeah, what's your um, one sentence somewhere? A truly ridiculous-looking robot who is adorable nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, this is a uh, this is an android um, whose real name is Awesome Android. Which, by the way, this is a turns into a full-grown person, much like a lot of FF androids for some reason. <laughs> um, although he didn't, well, did he get an upgrade? I don't know. He um, does. He does. Uh, he does date a human woman. He's married to a human woman at one <laughs> point. So I guess that's an upgrade. In the new um, She-Hulk series, he's back in his old blockheaded form. So if if he gets upgraded, I guess he reverts at some point. So <laughs> yeah. Well, he's uh, yeah, he's yeah, he does get. We'll we'll talk about that later. Um, uh, but but yeah, so he I can he. To go by he. Trying to look at pronouns real quick. One moment. <laughs> it's. I'm seeing it's. Nope. Okay. I'm seeing. Okay. Eventually he goes, starts going by he. Okay. Cool. Uh. Yeah. So. Awesome Android was actually created by uh, Jack Kirby. It's kind of, you know, he's created by Jack yeah, Kirby. Yeah. So. Old school Fantastic yeah. Four stuff. <laughs> yep. Old, very old school. <clears throat> Uh, aliases is awesome Andy and unstoppable Android. Um, that second one is a lie, by the way. <laughs> uh, no dual identity. Uh, occupation, uh, combat instrument, and former part time administrative assistant. Um, <clears throat> uh, citizenship is a US of A. Place of construction was Hoboken, New Jersey. Oh, wow. Uh, n- Known relative is uh, Mad Thinker, uh, who is his creator, mm-hmm. or I would like to say Dad, but you know. <laughs> uh, so group affiliations uh, are Pawn of the Mad Thinker, formerly Heavy Metal, employee of Goodman, Lieber, Kurtzberg, and Holloway, and he first showed up. <clears throat> He first showed up in Fantastic Four issue number 15 in June 1963. The Mad Thinker and his awesome android. And we have Cover Peace Theater. <laughs> 
Cover Peace Theater. So, uh, to set the scene, there's a lot going on. Uh, you have... Okay, I'm gonna go from the foreground to the background. So you have a bunch of... It looks almost like the YMCA of henchmen. <laughs> you have someone in, like, a brown coat uh, with, like, a pork pie hat. You have a guy with a holster and just, like, a white... I mean, a blue collared shirt. You have what is definitely a farmer. <laughs> it's someone who could be a dock worker. They're all holding guns that are shooting some mysterious in, uh, mysterious rays out. Uh, they are being um, commanded by the mad thinker who has uh, his awesome android standing next to him with the arms uh, crossed. In the <laughs> midground, you have the Human Torch, Mr. Fantastic, Sue Storm, and the Thing all trapped in the mysterious rays. And they are staying in front of a hole where people are running past. Uh, and one person decides to get like a little bit of a, you know, two cents in before <laughs> he runs <laughs> away. Uh, also, for some reason, the, the building is like obnoxiously yellow, like highlighter <laughs> yellow uh, on the inside. But um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll just go by thing. Do you want to go first or second on the on the reading um, of all. I'm sorry? I, let none of the Fantastic Four leave alive. The <laughs> thinker commands it. He, he's turning our own weapons against us. We haven't a chance. <laughs> Not only has the bad thinker taken over the Fantastic Four's headquarters, he's beating about their own game. Just wait. Sooner or later, I'll get my mitts on you. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the whole last thing. <laughs> it's the whole thing. You don't even need any of these. Also, wait. Uh, the the human torch is dabbing, like doing a bad dab, but he's dabbing. <laughs> yeah, he sure is. <laughs> <laughs> he's hitting that dab right in the middle of the fight. <laughs> oh, but yeah. <clears throat> But yeah, so on to the history. Uh, the awesome android was the criminal genius, mad thinkers, like early attempt to creating like a pseudo uh, living human superhuman servant. Um, <laughs> he went into the Baxter building, uh, invaded it and stole Mr. Fantastic's like patented uh, DNA research and artificial life form designs that intended for like creating an android to help all of mankind. As you do. Um, yeah, but with these, he was just like, nah, I'm going to make this android that's awesome. Called an awesome android. It's going to be a uh, cross between a robot and a true android, which is like more mechanical parts, basically, within mm -hmm. a um, pseudo-organic body. <laughs> and it was uh, created in part by like uh, splicing unstable molecules into DNA patterns of an ape. <laughs> I'm saying uh, it unstable looks molecules. a lot more hum human than ape because the legs are purport the, the way the legs are, but apes tend to have smaller legs, shorter legs, and longer arms. But you know, whatever. I his first order, uh, as his first order, like uh, the thinker was uh, sent the android to battle the Fantastic Four. Uh, though it fought the thing uh, in the Human Torch, 
to a standstill, Mr. Fantastic like recognized his own designs and then restrained it, guiding <laughs> the uh, Invisible Girl to deactivate it by striking a vulnerable molar nerve terminal under its right arm. Hmm. <laughs> the Thinker was then forged an alliance with uh, the Puppet Master, manipulating the X-Men into battling the FF. Uh, when the heroes combined forces to apprehend them, the Thinker then, like, unleashed the android against the heroes until the distant uh, Professor X telepathically shut it down, which, by the way, was a thing he was able to do. <laughs> he was able to, like, mind control robots for a little bit, and I feel like, you know... I mean, yeah. it gives you some some interesting story beats there, right? Because if a robot has a mind that can be psychically influenced, that says a lot about its ability to self-determine. <laughs> yeah, but also, like, I don't think it has, like, brain meat. <laughs> <laughs> but, <clears throat> you know... It's, what, is, what is... What is, uh, Xavier... Controlling. <laughs> is it the uh, brain? It turns out, um, I think his power specifically has to do with the minds, not the brain. So, yeah. But where's the mind? Uh, now, now I'm now I'm getting into <laughs> philosophical stuff. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I guess it's where the mind is. But like, he wouldn't be able to mind control Ultron. Can he mind? He can't mind control AIs. He can't do that. He cannot uh, do that. I refuse to let him mind control AIs. <laughs> Hmm. I like, okay. <laughs> Metaphysically opens up more questions about sapience and blah 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 blah. Whatever. Uh maybe they'll like, <laughs> do things with that in in the thing. Um in in the <clears throat> in the comics. Later drawn uh alongside like multiple uh supervillains by uh, Doctor Doom's emotional charger. Um uh, machine to attack <laughs> Mr. Fantastic and uh Visible Girl's uh, wedding. The Thinker and the Android like briefly battled Iron Man before Mr. Fantastic used the Watcher's uh, subatomic time displacer to send all attackers back prior to the assault with no memory of the event. Uh the Mad Thinker and his Android then again battle up uh, battled the Fantastic Four who was aided by uh Marvel Girl Slash Jean Grey, uh, who was then again defeated. <laughs> uh, shortly afterwards, the Countess, uh, Countess Stephanie Della Spoiza, hired the Thinker to like learn of Iron Man's like true identity, hoping to blackmail her ex lover Tony Stark into like resuming their relationship by threatening oh. to say, "Hey, I know who your bodyguard is," unaware that it was that. It, that Stark was Iron Man. Uh, yeah, that's that's not a good look for getting a relationship going either. Like, you don't want to blackmail him into it. <laughs> well, you know, a, a relationship started by blackmail. At least it has a strong basis. You know, it has a strong basis there. It's not a great I guess basis. You know exactly where both of you stand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know where you stand. You know where the powers lie in the relationship. Uh. And, you know, you have boundaries almost automatically. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, but, like, Iron Man is Stark, so the Thinker had the android abduct Stark to make an Iron Man to pursue, uh, which is a problem for Stark until he (laughs) escaped long enough to put his armor on. But the android witnessed him, uh, like, like, put it on. 
<laughs> as well. Um, and then the thing I've never really got about the Android. It doesn't have like a face. Can it just see out of the front of its head? Oh yeah, or? we did describe him. He he has this like a gray man body and like a little block for a head with a mouth. <laughs> uh, it's it's cute. Um, so so. Oh, well, he has to have sentry organs. Wait. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Um, Fair enough. We'll get to that later. Yeah, but, you know, he witnessed Iron Man put on his Iron Man suit, but I guess he never told the thinker. Um, <laughs> and Iron Man and Android battled. Despite his creation having the advantage, the tinkerer intervened, wishing to win the battle himself, giving Iron Man the ability to trigger an explosive equipment overload. And then Iron Man, like, fled with the captive uh, Countess and the Thinker, and the android was caught in the conflagration. So, so, well, you should, like, okay, (laughs) Village should know by now that you get one free win against Iron Man. You get one. (laughs) Um, And you better take advantage of that one, because if if you don't, he's gonna, like, make a new suit. Yeah, and especially, like, with this situation, if you've got him on the ropes, it doesn't matter if it's your android that's beating him, like, you still get the credit, right? <laughs> no, he gets gonna... the credit. Yeah. Like, if like if a Doom bot defeats the FF somehow, Doom still gets mm-hmm, the credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody's gonna say, oh, that Doom bot <laughs> is the most powerful villain. <laughs> <laughs> like, unless that Doom bot uh, gets sentience, which... <laughs> They do on a regular basis, but yeah, you yeah. know, like it's going to be Doom who gets the credit, or yeah, I don't. But but yeah, so eventually uh, reclaiming the android, the the thinker concluded his own creation was surpassed by another's work and felt like real dissatisfied with awesome man, the awesome android. Who don't like he, who he is right. The bad thinker is right. Never won any battles. <laughs> at the same time though like i don't think you get to complain about being dissatisfied if you stole the design from somebody else yeah like make your own robot and then you can complain <laughs> yeah he made he made a uh, dragon man and dragon man works pretty well for the most part so <laughs> um <clears throat> mistaking uh mistaking believe that the recently arrived extraterrestrial uh, cyborg rom to be an android the thinker sought to acquire him and sent the android to test him, expecting it to be destroyed, thus proving Rom's superiority. Rom, like, narrowly won the bout, which maybe, you know, that's a sign. His neutralizer, yeah. like, finally and painfully uh, laying uh, android low. Uh, learning that Rom was not wholly artificial, the thing reactivated the android, ordering it to destroy the cyborg. And s- <laughs> instead, it slowly developed developing mind blamed the thinker for its pain it had experienced <laughs> the android carried the thinker into his craft and departed uh the enraged thinker soon like regained control of his uh creation and angrily ordered it to leave his sight as they flew over maryland ohio it leaped from the flying vehicle and took refuge in a barn <laughs> it's like yeah. when you tell amelia bedelia to slay and then you created a monster <laughs> Well, I guess when your head is four feet wide, there's only so many doors you can fit through, and a barn is a good choice. <laughs> and, and like, maybe don't tell 
the your android to leave your site when you're in a moving vehicle? There's only so <laughs> many places they can go. <laughs> Unless you're in like a flying fortress. It remained there for months, like undetected and deactivated. Uh, unable to leave lest the thinker see it. Until local uh, boy Bobby Hutchinson discovered it and alerted Captain America. Briefly after triggering its self-defense protocols, Captain America realized it would shut down if left alone. Judging the threat minimal, the you know he just kind of left it after saying giving Bar- uh, Bobby the uh, Avenger phone to call if it would activate again. So really, <laughs> just like I don't, I don't need to do anything. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess call if something weird happens. Uh, um, <clears throat> when the super adaptoid uh, sought to claim the android, uh, Bobby alerted the Avengers. Uh, she Hulk. Uh, down the android after Dr. Druid directed her to strike its nerve, Ganglia, uh, transported it. (laughs) Yeah. Transported to Avengers Island, it was soon reactivated by the adaptoid when his uh, robotic heavy metal team assaulted their base, Uh, but Namor decapitated it. Uh, The android body was placed in a special containment facility in Fort Meade, Maryland, during uh, the Acts of Vengeance plot, the android was sent by Machine Smith to distract, to distract the reserve Avengers while other synthetic uh, villains escaped confinement. But it was then neutralized by Captain Marvel, that's Monica Rambeau, Captain Marvel, and Firebird. So, well, I'm uh, glad the best Captain Marvel gets some face time in this story. <laughs> yeah. Monica is the best Captain Marvel, and I'm tired of her going through so many names. I don't remember what her name is right now. It might be Photon, it might be Spectrum. It's one of those. Could not tell you, no. <laughs> no, she changes she changes it more than cat than, than Carol did before getting Captain Marvel <laughs> title. Reclaiming the Android, the Thinker enhanced its powers and then placed it under direct mental control via a robotic duplicate of himself. That's way too much, dude. <laughs> like, he's also the same person who created a whole-ass sentient, pain-feeling robot that is mm-hmm. basically just a computer console who had an eye that could telekinetically push a button. <laughs> so, you know, may- maybe it's his fault. Maybe everything is his fault. <laughs> The Mad Thinker has never been what I would call a particularly impressive villain, but, you know. <laughs> no. No. Um, he's sent to kidnap uh, Franklin Richards, whose parents were believed to be dead, hoping to drain the uh, boy's memories of his father's inventions. That's what? probably the most innocent reason Franklin has ever been kidnapped. <laughs> okay, here's a fun fact. Anyone else? Not the, not the child. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man, people who worked with him. Like, Franklin isn't even, like, the smart kid out of the two kids. (laughs) Valeria would be a better uh, choice. Because Valeria would have been around at this time, because this is early 90s, because Mm -hmm. the the Thunderbolts prevented the abduction, uh, defeating the android and destroying the robotic uh, Tinkerer replica. Um, The feedback rendering the uh, android inert. And then he was placed as like an exhibit on a convention floor in San Diego Comic Con International as a uh, 
as a backup at the Tinkerer and Red Skull's plot to enslave the Avengers with micro- <laughs> microbial uh, nanites. But then, like, the Fantastic Four, like, foiled the villain's plans. As usual, yeah. I will say that it just seems really weird to put, like, a defeated supervillain in the middle of your Comic-Con, right? I, okay, it's not unheard of for defeated robotic minions to be used as, like, trophies, basically. <laughs> um, for something that has been brought back and, like, not destroyed, but, like, deactivated then brought back which seemingly very easily, <clears throat> multiple times, maybe not. Yeah, I guess it just gives me the same vibes as the whole Infinity Cones thing. Just like, this is a real actual criminal who has hurt people. Why would you put this? It's not a fun thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot. Okay, I, I like Thor Love and Thunder. Um, it's a good rom-com mm-hmm. about two <laughs> gods. Uh, but... The Infinity Coach thing is kind of a slap to the face of all the people who were blipped. <laughs> it it's almost it'd be almost like they had like what I'm trying to think of an equivalent. Uh, it'd be well, like if they even. had on like the 911 like Ground Zero like <laughs> like, <laughs> like a stand that that only serves like two objects that stand up <laughs> like tricks. i don't know i can't think of anything yeah especially because like only the people who got blipped came back so the half of all as guardians that thanos murdered in the beginning of that movie they didn't get the revive and they still got this ice cream store <laughs> yeah so yeah it's not great mm-hmm. yeah very insensitive to the residents of new asgard <laughs> The Gideon Trust later used the Android as like a security device in the New York uh, headquarters, the Gideon Tower, where they battled where it battled the Human Torch, uh, She Hulk, Namorita, and um, Ant Man, uh, Scott Lang, Ant Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so here's when we uh, we go into the part that people think. I, I'm pretty sure this is uh, the uh, Dan Slott run, 2004 run. I'm thinking yeah, correctly. Yeah, that would be that She Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so concluding that they enjoyed, like, had failed him because of his original design was uh, Reed Richards and thus flawed. The thinker radically upgraded its mimicry power, allowing it to uh, retain multiple abilities copied from any living being, not just like superhumans. So you made the adaptoid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Believing powerful <laughs> extra temporal. Uh, extraterrestrials and mystical artifacts disrupted his carefully calculated plan. The uh, thinker decided to proceed to procure these uh, beginning with Thor's hammer, Mjolnir, the Thor's shock, like the android was actually like wrestled the enchanted weapon (laughs) from him. Uh, But hearing the thinker boast of the uh, android's duplication ability, like Hulk suggested that the android it, that it must have duplicated the noble worthiness needed to lift me out. No, he's an android. <laughs> like, that's why. Yeah. Like, not, like, it's, it's, he's not considered a person right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, like an <laughs> elevator can lift me out there. That, that's Indeed, the same. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. whether this was the case or simply because the increasing self aware 
Android had grown wary of the th- a thinker's abuse. The uh, Android saw himself as noble and turned on his creator, who apprehended him. Uh, well, it's about dang time. <laughs> the first truly independent choice it ever made. Uh, now, now we're in the Dan Slott era. era. Uh, unwilling to be considered the uh, thinker's uh, property, the android hired a lawyer, Holden Holloway of Goodman, Lieber, Kurtzberg, and Holloway, a New York uh, firm specializing in superhuman law, who successfully had the android declared a person emancipated him from the thinker and got him American citizenship and hired him part-time to do heavy lifting and go for work. Um, his uh, workmates nicknamed him Awesome Andy and gave him, him uh, the uh, chest top display to <laughs> facilitate communicating. And Andy's enjoyment of his new status like grew as he made friends for the first time. Uh, he roomed with uh, Ditto, the, sh- uh, the firm's shape-shifting uh, server processing server in <laughs> floor 3f of the excelsior building i love that i love his i love that he is he's fully gloved that's great i love it when robots <laughs> are treated as people yeah um, I, I absolutely adore andy in the dance slot run it's he's he's the best <laughs> yeah also having a shape-shifting process server is just mm, chef kiss chef kiss <laughs> <laughs> He became a familiar and welcome sight to the locals on his route to JLK&H, Timely Plaza's office, and was <laughs> always willing to uh, lend a helping hand. Uh, he discovered a love for baseball in the Mets. Oh man, okay, wait, fuck, I can't see the meme right now, it's up my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and even made friends with the former foe She-Hulk after she joined JLK&H's uh, law staff. Eventually, the robotic thinker, like, orchestrated <clears throat> a robotic thinker orchestrated a mass breakout at the uh, superhuman prison, the big house, smuggling the shrunken <laughs> criminals out of Hol- Holden's uh, delinquent daughter's uh, southpaw on on Holden's delinquent daughter uh, southpaw, <laughs> uh, which she was placed in Holden's uh, custody, uh, reverting to their normal. Uh, stature and the glk and h offices the uh criminals were subdued by andy she hulk and yellow jacket and this is hank pym yellow jacket um <laughs> not the rita yellow jacket that later joins well earlier joins the guardians of the galaxy og guardians of the galaxy which by the way the original guardians of the galaxy comic is really good people should read it it's i like it a lot um <clears throat> It was never really my speed, but I'm glad there are people who enjoy it. I'm an Eternals fan. I don't get to cast shade. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, the thinker claimed that the Andes newfound sentient was merely a uh, plot of a part of a bigger master plan and ordered him to battle the, the heroes, but weighing up similar past orders against this new life where people liked him like ad was just like nah nah i'm gonna <laughs> do that and then he smashes like the replica but he secretly kept the still functioning head in the apartment uh 3f where it insists insistently informed uh andy that he was malfunctioning that's a little negative honestly i probably would keep yeah. it around yeah <laughs> uh 
Andy was uh, was assigned to supervise Southpaw whenever uh, She-Hulk was unavailable. But the teenager became fond of her non and the blah, blah, blah. and the teenager became fond of her non-judgmental guardian when Titiana uh, demolished the Excelsior building looking for She-Hulk and then attacked the Timely Plaza, injuring many of his friends. Uh, Andy was inter- Andy intervened and was decapitated, nearly dying. Uh, Andy was repaired by Mister Fantastic, and in the confusion. Um, Southpaw sconded with the robotic thinker's head. <laughs> uh, Andy then returned to work to cut ties with Ditto, who cravenly dictated Titiana, directed Titiana, I'm putting too much, Titania, uh, to uh, the plaza and began secretly helping the uh, lawyer Mallory Book with her physiotherapy <laughs> to recover from her injuries sustained during the attack. Uh, Andy developed like an unrequited love for Book, but then the time displaced uh, gun gunslinger to gun kid joined a GLK and H, and Mallory was like visibly smitten uh, instantly. <laughs> so instantly, instantly jealous. So Andy's mood did not help when She Hulk instantly arranged for Matt, and that's the two guns kids named Matt to be uh, Andy's uh, roommate. Mm-hmm. Catching Andy and Book during a physical therapy section uh, section session, uh, Matt misinterpreted their relationship, and Andy was heartbroken when Mallory hastily corrected Matt, telling him Andy meant nothing to her. Witnessing Mallory later trying to apologize for Andy for hurting his feelings, the Avengers Star Fox uses emotional altering powers to make her fall for Andy. Uh, the <laughs> android. Uh, this kind of sucks a little bit. Yeah, uh, the android sub- unconsciously like duplicated Star Fox's powers, uh, maintaining books uh, false false feelings like long after they would otherwise uh, have worn off. And the couple couple had like a tort affair, but you know, fellow lawyer uh, Augustus Pug Puglis eventually uncovered uh, Star Fox's actions. Uh, wanting to make sure that Mallory's feel uh, love was genuine, uh, Andy shut off all of his powers, only to instantly be rejected by a horrified Mallory. A despondent, you know, Andy was a little depressed, and it deepened when Matt and Mallory became romantically involved. Um, conflicted, he was unsure if he was a person, in case he didn't, you know, in which case he didn't like what he had done, or a thing one not responsible for his actions. <clears throat> and then Andy like self-wiped his memories and stored his powers and uh, personality uh, subroutines and stored powers and personality subroutines. And this triggered like an automated protocol to find his creator. Then he was soon reunited with uh, the thinker and Southpaw in the Florida Evergrade out uh, like hideout. And it remains to be seen rather uh, Andy had is gone forever or only the awesome android remains, which is, you know, which is sad um, because he was so truly an awesome robot. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know it's not in the handbook because this is very new, but as of the 2022 She-Hulk series with Rainbow Robel, he is back to being Mallory Book's office assistant and they're dating for real this time with no mind control involved. So 
Okay, that's good because uh, I think he was gone. I think he was gone for that entire time, from the end of this to that. Um, <laughs> so, unless he showed up in like little things here and there. No, he showed up in uh, Iron Man twenty twenty. That run, I don't think he had like a big deal there. Yeah, no, it's, it's very cute. He hasn't had a lot to do in this new She Hulk run, but he's definitely there. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god, this is so cute! Okay, sorry. I just saw, I just, I just, uh, Patch sent me some of the stuff. I mean, some, some pages. Oh, this is very cute. I'm kind of waiting a little bit for more uh, story arcs um, of the She-Hulk. That's fair. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I liked, um, Rainbow Girl's Runaways, and it seemed like she was trying to get back to a little bit more I really like it when She-Hulk is a fun legal drama and not so much an angsty smash fest, so I, it, it was kind of an immediate sell for me. <laughs> he's, he's a robot, for the most part. Like, you know, he's super strong. Oh, wait, sorry. He's uh, 15 foot tall and one inch, but that's variable. And he also has variable height um, weight, so, you know, whatever. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. That's, his, that's most, most of his thing. He's a big boy. Um, he has unstable molecule uh, tissue and skin, which can mimic those uh, it makes uh, physical or sensory contact with. Uh, originally, he could copy like one ability at a time for about an hour. <laughs> um, he was upgraded at some point to do more. It could lift around 25 tons without mimicking. Um, it was unaffected by gases. Could expel hurricane winds from its mouth, uh, quote-unquote. At about um, 180 miles per hour, could shape his fist into weapons such as blades or granite-like blocks, and expand its overall size or mass by 10. percent uh, After an upgrade, it can uh, split into at least six multiple forms, each adapting to fight like a different opponent, mm-hmm. uh, growing vastly in size to match each giant opponent, sprouting wings and uh, and buying. Like flying, battling fi- flying ones, develop diamond skin to counter super strength. But uh, but at this juncture, destroying the thinker robot that controlled it would um, cause feedback, which disabled the android. The latest uh, upgrade enabled the android to mimic any living creature's powers and skills, and to maintain multiple abilities for months, uh, perhaps permanently. Um, it can be knocked out by like striking a vulnerable motor nerve under a term, <laughs> like under its right arm armpit. It I is mute. Really love that no one ever fixed that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you would fix it at some point. Um, <laughs> uh, they are mute, so uh, they have like a chest top display, which is like you no, know, it's like Wi-Fi linked, and it can talk with it <laughs> because it's cute. It's I don't I don't know what else to say about about a, uh, awesome Andy except he's cute. It's I love yeah, I love it absolutely. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So that's that's him. You have anything else to say besides? I'm uh, glad, I'm so glad I'm so glad he's uh, <laughs> like he's in the new new She Hulk. Yeah, absolutely. No, uh, Andy is adorable, and honestly, that whole She Hulk run is worth a read just for him. <laughs> yeah. Um. And also, that's the one where that's the one where um, 
uh, Spider-Man is suing JJJ, right? Triple J's? Uh, yeah, in the dance slot one, I think, yes. <laughs> yeah. I love that one, because, cause, like, he, legally, like, Spider-Man could uh, show up to court as Spider-Man. They don't know his name. <laughs> so, he does a thing which I f- found really, uh, which I love, which is just, like, Spider-Man is just like, I know why he doesn't like me. I'm black. Be like, how can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> And I love how I love how like they just they had to just like apologize to everyone about their fighting, but like while wearing chicken outfits. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's cute. I don't know. I, I like. Mm. Man, I wish Dan Slot was consistently good. Absolutely. Like he's good. Yeah. Like he's good. I would say he's good ninety percent of the time. That ten percent I hate every single time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every single time, I'm just like, why you did so good? Mm-hmm. But yeah. he's gonna block just, me on Twitter mm-hmm. somehow. I don't even. I don't even. <laughs> I, I don't even tweet at him. He's gonna block me for saying that somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <sighs> but yeah, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, so I have my own show at uh, Us Weirdos Have to Stick Together. It's a show where we started off by talking about the Elf House and are now moving through She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. I guess kind of our, our reason to tear is a rewatch show of the gayest cartoons we can find. So if you can find that on Podcatchers, and we're also at Us Weirdos Cast on Twitter. <laughs> yep. So uh, I have all the links and stuff in the description um, in the podcast notes um you can go there for that this has been a little bit longer <clears throat> episode mostly because i record this right after i'm waking up and i don't i'm not <laughs> i'm not there yet uh, but also because but, everybody loves andy <laughs> yeah and also i love andy uh but yeah so this has been alphabet flight and may country protect you through all of your night travels a good night mm-hmm.